The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. You know, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can beat the uh, the Alex Jones intro that I did. It's for... pretty awesome, but you got to We got to change it up from time to time. Yeah. <clears throat> you know me. I can. I have no impressions. I used to have a hell of a John Wayne at one time, but how? What? 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 what but nobody knows who John Wayne is. Yeah. What, what type of person <clears throat> is it? No, that's well, not. Well, I'll tell you, little fella. No. No. Not even close. Not even. I think it's right on the money. I mean. For a country I'm not guy, gonna which hit is yeah, oh the hell yeah. I'm not. No, you no. Know, there's a there's a great movie. Um, I think it was Silverado. <clears throat> Remember that movie from? God dang, you're so I'm, young. Yeah, you're I'm, so I'm a freaking young, young, wolf. young wolf. Young wolf, no attention span. Oh, of get him. out of here. Oh, I've seen you at movies, man. At movies? What are you talking about? When we're in the theater? uh, Theaters don't exist anymore. I I was going to say theater. No, yeah. What kind of theater? Les Mis Theater? You saw saw Hamilton, didn't you? I did. How was that? Waste of money. (laughs) (laughs) Comparatively, comparatively for for what we got. Favorite of all time. No, not even. Les Miserables. Yeah, Les Miserables is way better. I mean, I hear some of those songs and, and the bull starts to quiver. I hate to say it. That's a... Strange. Or sight. It's hard to. There. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying something new. I'm trying to be kind of more open, more transparent. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to show my feelings to the world and tell mm-hmm. everybody that yes, every once in a while, the bull has a sensitive side. Ah, well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Wow, that was a really interesting start to this. Um, I don't know where we're gonna go from here. I mean. Where do you go? I feel like we've peaked. Maybe we we peaked a... our last episode. We might as well just end it all. <laughs> we're, we're I mean, done. We were we're done. 10 episodes. Well, hey, when you're 10 episodes in, you got nowhere else to go. You got to turn to something spectacular. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we thought about talking about a myriad of things this week. And, you know, we're going to get a little bit more techni- technologically advanced, uh, as well, shown in our last episode. I was going to say, we were pretty tech- techno-vanced. Oh, we're getting more. We're, we're getting way techno-vanced. The, the can't the freaking almost said my own name the wolf <laughs> the wolf train here is going the wolf full train steam is ahead the station it's the bull the is the 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 captain and the the train is moving at full speed i'm just merely the guy that just says all aboard and then make sure that everyone has their tickets that's that's all i do <laughs> what if they don't have a ticket you throw them off they're small little furry animals and they end if up if they're small yeah. little furry children you throw oh, them right off okay. off the back full At, speed ahead you wait till the train is moving though as fast as it possibly okay. can be moving yeah <laughs> unsafe speeds that's right yeah. just watch <laughs> them bounce you know like a bouncy ball uh well uh, i guess that's what we're starting today everyone um Welcome to the Wolf and Bull Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, finally, we're in the double digits. Uh, episode hey, 11. We're in a, a two-bit, right? Sure. Two-bit? Yeah. A one and a one? Yeah. What does that stand for anyway? Do we know? On, on. Well, it's, yes, it's <laughs> on, on. But I mean, what is that, what is that mini bite? 
No, I have no, no. idea. Yeah, you don't have either. To, yeah, you're gonna have to inform me on that one. A couple of it's like just, part of an H. Just I don't a know. couple of ones standing couple. together. It must be two. <laughs> Unless it's new math. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to Wolf and Bull Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us for our eleven our eleventh episode. Again, I can't speak, so this is really going well. Um, you know, I'm really super stoked that we've entered solidly into double digits. I was concerned that our pod our podcast would just be destroyed prior by all the cancellations we've had. Um, you know, as a quick reminder, if you haven't done so already, check out all of our other episodes. There's ten of them. Um, they're all really great. Our last one, I, I did a kick-ass Alex Jones impersonation, and I'm not going to bring it out because hold it, it. I thought that was really Alex with us. Oh yeah, that was really Alex Jones with us. Yeah. And as we've said in every episode, this podcast is sponsored by the very important unnamed energy drink. <laughs> and I'm back to my regular beverage of regular choice. programming. We had a weird, a weird, you know, just trajectory last episode. I had a seltzer. Yeah. Not something. A bull whatever drink. I do know. Yeah. One of those it had to make bowls. its way through four chambers of my stomach. Yeah, one of those fancy and it, bowls. And it came out, and, and AOC didn't like it because, you know, well, neither it produced some, it neither produced did some uh, flatulence. Well, neither did her abuela. <laughs> That's right, her abuela <laughs> down in... I can't believe that where, where does the abuelo live? Down in Puerto Rico? or uh, no, Guatemala. No, Guatemala. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Guatemala. And... Uh, I heard that there was They're a lot of money. They're not the same place. I, it's it's, uh, it's uh, slightly They're south. They're not of the here. same. <laughs> now I'm sounding real intelligent. It's it's south, uh, somewhat. Oh man! No, it you know, and I heard that that abuela had a lot of uh, money raised for her though. A hundred thousand dollars. But I heard she didn't get any of it. No, because the backers oh, boy, the backers boy. put the money up, but the receivers refused. <laughs> Man, oh man, it's crazy world we live in. Yeah, well, I think we need to before we get into the news because this is now a regular program, a small sub plot program on our episode on our point one podcast. A. Yeah, this is the second episode of the news with the wolf and bull. But before we get into that, we need to get into two things. Uh, today, oh. you're not a regular bull; you are a domesticated yak. The bull is speechless. <laughs> <laughs> a domesticated yak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A well, yak. Well, yep. The, the, Can the you type rename of me, please? Whoever uh, named the... I want to know who named the yak. Somebody was at a party and said, there, hey, there's the majestic... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what happened? You're like one of those really shaggy ones with like no eyes. The hair goes over the face and the oh, horns are like 18 feet to each side. Apparently, um, it's a bull yak. Yeah, that, well, that's they're in the same family. I looked this up. Yeah, they're all in the same family. They're all bull. You mean yeah. the males of the yaks are bulls? Mm-hmm. Yep, bull yak. Yep, I like that. Yeah. Bull yak. Bull yak. It's not called bull yak. Yeah. Bull yak. Um, and then what, we we had an animal cancellation. Uh, oh yeah, the we did. Platypus. We had the platypus. I'm still upset about that because I like the platypus. No, fuck the platypus. I, I think along those general lines, the kind of funky looking manatee might be next in, in your world. Mm. No, too large an animal for you. You like the platypus because they're tasty? No, I don't like the platypus because they're evil and they're conniving. Um, Manatee just kind of floats along. They're just fat. Getting hit by propellers every five minutes. Plus, it would be really bad if I said the manatee because then I'm basically broad stroking a very negative connotated word associated with actual society. So I Just call it the T. No, I'm not going to cancel the manatee. What should we cancel? I don't know. Um, How about the, mm, the baboon? Yeah, they don't have diapers on. We're I canceling know. That's, them. That's nasty like, I think buttholes. Right, you know, exactly. 
Who I the mean, hell does that? What, know, it's like, come on. I went to the zoo to see this. Come on. Like, like no. If, if we're going to talk about, like, you know, the creation theory, really, <laughs> really creator. Well, you know, really, some of the branches you, go off in odd directions. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? You first create the platypus, and then you come out with the baboon. I think neither of those two strikeouts. were intentional, right? Both are strikeouts. I think they were kind of mixed metaphors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> news update. I'm going to have a fancy little news thing there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be just like that. Um, all right. Well, this is interesting. Every week is interesting. This week has been kind of just a culmination of the same bullshit that we've been talking about. So you're probably not going to be surprised by any of this. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, say these really fast and get through it really quick. And well, none of them go fast. No, There's they're going to be fast. No, I'm going right. No, 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 no commentary. No, no. Yeah, it has to be right. Through. Yes. All right. Especially so, when I know what the first one's coming. Well, according to the daily mail, notorious crackhead. I don't know if anyone can guess. Uh, Hunter Biden is in trouble again. What? <sighs> what are you talking oh, about? Oh yeah. The 50, 52 year old's laptop has been revealed to show that Hunter has used the N word pause for dramatic effect um multiple times yeah in his messages to his white attorney um the president's son joked don't we're not going down that path never we'll really get canceled uh the president's son joked in january of 2019 that uh that you know to his attorney george i think his name is messiahs uh they were talking about a big penis because that's what two grown men do um Excuse me? Yeah. You get on the phone and you spend hundreds of dollars an hour with your lawyer to talk about your dick? Yeah, they were talking about wanks. Um, And then he said to the lawyer, I only love you because you're, uh, and I quote, black and true dat N-word. Not sure sure what possesses a 50-year-old man to say that. Um, In another text a month earlier, he wrote to the Chicago lawyer saying, how much money do I owe you because, uh, with two A's, uh, S-I-C... N-word, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. And then his lawyer replied in the dumbest, most stupidly white way possible. That made me snarf my coffee. Who the hell? What the? What is snarf? That's a snarf? That's the word for that? I don't know. It sounded snarfy. Uh, I mean, only a yak wasn't there a can make a character? noise like that. Wasn't there a cartoon character? That snarf? Snarf? That's snarf? Snarf? snarf. Yeah, who, who was that? I don't know. Snarf. There was one though, right? It sounds familiar. Snarf. Yeah, like well, you got a little. I've got the accent. You got more like a yeah. Snarf. Yeah, that's what he sounded like. Snarf. Snarf. I think he was a cat. Am I am I wrong no, about this? No, you're wrong. Something's wrong about that. Yeah, but it was definitely a character. Anyway, audience, Something. if you know, <laughs> yeah, call in now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's the first uh, little nugget of news. I'm sure everybody's heard about that. But if you that haven't, is, that is why am I not surprised? I don't. I'm not surprised by anything. Anymore. I mean, I wonder who's paying for that lawyer. That's what I want to know. You got a you got a crackhead talking about his 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 uh, bits and parts and stuff to his to his lawyer. What well, we only know this because uh, the very as Mister. It's is on his laptop. Yeah, as so a, he's recording himself. No, it, it's connected. So the text because it was an Apple. So oh, Apple, this so is connected. text. I thought it was on the phone. No, it was on the phone, but it connected to his his laptop. So by doing that data dump, that this he, is too technologically sound. Well, he did a data dump in in a literal it's sense. Some kind of dump. Well, in a literal sense that he was cracked out. He dropped off his laptop to a random computer store, <laughs> and as the president of the United States, otherwise referred to as POTUS by all the people in the know, <laughs> um, said at one point in time that Hunter Biden. And is the most intelligent person he knows. Oh. 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really. And on a note, and uh, on a, this this one isn't included in our notes. I think but I'm going to go back up to the highlands. I'm just going to go back to like all this reacts. I'm to. just going to go back to or where is that I came from. Are yaks in Peru? Uh, or is that alpacas? Yeah, no, yaks. Is I think yak are probably in Peru. Pacaru. Yeah, you're okay. really going on the dad jokes. This is well. It's, I'll tell you what. This, this out of control. Uh, this is an intervention. This is <laughs> somebody stopping so, now. So he's like somebody in a china shop. <gasps> a yak in a china shop. No, a bull. In a, a yak china in a china shop. shop. Thank you very so much. you know that joke um, was coming. I do. Come on. I know, and I, I, I stifled. I stymied the joke. Uh, on the note of the Bidens, by the way, yesterday uh, Joe, while in front of all of our military, I think he was doing a speech. I don't know if it was at a certain school, uh, military school, but I think he, he fell asleep, didn't he? No, he said he forgot that he's the president. Because he's supposed to tell them at ease, and they stood there as he started his speech, and then he said, "I sometimes forget that I'm the president," and then they all sat down and laughed. I don't really know. Well, I think that I I think that's a common man's kind of underhanded joke, not underhanded. A thousand. I I understand that. I understand it sounds like a mistake, and I I'm not sitting here to be a Biden defense attorney either. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, oh man, I'm just like one of you. I forgot I was the president. You know, that's kind of, I, I 100% that's that the way, way CNN will spin it. Well, anyone will spin it that way if they're in support. Look, I don't care either way. I think it's a comedy show. Do you believe that I'm show. in support there? No, I'm just saying I think it's a comedy show, and I don't think in Biden's case that that was the case. I think purely because at every single I, chance when he speaks, it's I think like... he should have told his son to be at ease. Well, it's like, God, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like looking into the eyes of someone who is just been thrown down do the well notice, of despair. Do you notice how now that he's got the mask off, his all the pictures I see him, he's he's like squinting. Yeah. It's like I can't see the damn teleprompter. You probably can't. The teleprompter is changing every five seconds. I don't know what the hell it's saying anymore. Mm. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a... We're, we're living in... A comedy routine. Yes, we are. Yeah, well, this is... total sitcom. So I, we're in a simulation. I'm 100% convinced we're in a simulation. Um, I think we are. Well, I 100%. Like, I have no doubt. Uh, you want to cover number two, our favorite, uh, our favorite governor of America. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, an, the New York prosecutor subpoena Andrew Cuomo's book material in investigation of a nursing home COVID deaths. That's what's mm-hmm. been going on. And the, of course the book earned him, or is about ready to earn him about $5 million in uh, 3.21 in 2020 and another two to be paid out over the next two years. What so now he's got $5 million for a book he wrote about how to kill old people. No, but how to lead through crisis. That was the book, I think, of the, t- oh, the title. Oh, I th- think he should have said how to leave during a crisis. How Is to kill what? through crisis? <laughs> <laughs> crisis killing 101. That's what this was. I think Maybe. Just package delivered. Just yeah, now, yeah, UPS guy. Stop interrupting Actually, our it podcast. could be one of our mini fans. Yeah, probably. You know, outside the the, the We have the a gates. first mail package. That's right. <laughs> There's a mail package for you, Wolfie. Come get it. It's, it's a, a small. It, no, it's a small, almost dead animal for oh, you. To... Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, it's a. Uh, uh, Nothing's going to come. It's an embarrassment. It. Yeah. I mean, this is this one thing. I, honestly, if I was living in another country in a fairly calm one, uh, luckily all the other countries are just as effed up as we are. Not, or not, worse not in different Switzerland ways. Switzerland or Sweden. They're... Switzerland, they're too busy yodeling and shit. You yeah, know? That's, a, that's an but, honorable profession. <laughs> it is. You ever see those huge horns they use for that? They actually use those? I thought that was just for... 
pure like entertainment purposes. I've only seen no. The it's, it's supposed to be a big athletic endeavor to carry one of those twelve foot horns up the mountain to yodel and blow on, <laughs> blow on a horn on the side of a. How Swiss. did that start? I'd love to know the origin story of that. <laughs> I think anybody would love to know. I I think somebody had a lot of fucking time on their hands. That's what they did. Let you me take this long tree, hollow it out, and start blowing on one end. I and can all make that, fun I'll of, think my oh, oh, oh. I can hey, make I can fun make of them it. because they're kind of they're they they're from the Norse area. The Jurgen McStevenson. Yeah, they, they Sweden is, is though. Sweden is no, Sweden's Norse. Well, Sweden is sure Sweden. We're not talking yeah, about but they Sweden. have the same yodelers in Sweden, don't they? No, they just have it's a bunch of windmills, wind and they they were too. They're 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 crazy. They wear wooden shoes. Yeah, they also say. have the wooden most, shoes and windmills. They also have the most decorated and dangerous sniper of all time. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. So funny. Yeah, they called him. He was sitting on top of the fjords, picking off people down in a two-year battle. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, so forgive me if this is totally incorrect and it's totally off base. But in a two-year battle, I think it was like the Winter War, two years with in in Sweden. Um, this guy, his name was the white death and supposedly he killed like 500. Um, I want to say it was Russians. You know, if you want to be the best at that in the world, you count double and triple count every time. Well, he, they, they're apparently they're all verified. Apparently. Well, they, yeah, they're, they're verified. I'm sure it was a hell of a lot of people. It doesn't matter. You kill one or two. It's more than I want to do. You know, the fact of the matter is, is when you kill a bunch and you want to be the best, you probably know how to tell the tall tale. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least I hope so. Was it? What, but I tell Kyle? you, who else who knows how to tell a tall tale is Governor Cuomo. Yeah, I mean, he also he's done an unbelievable that. job of looking in the camera, winning an Emmy, yeah. selling five million dollars worth of books, posters, it, and posters, crazy ass shit all the yeah. time. Talking to his brother like it's like a, it's a, a family reunion on on TV every five. You minutes. ever think that? And they... then he's he's under he's under like four federal inquiries right yeah. now. You ever a think couple that of them are sexual and... harassment inquiries on top of that. The guy needs to go. You ever think that like him and Chris, when they were younger, used to practice kissing pillows so they'd be prepared, you know, when they were older? Well, you can't blame them for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said pillows. I could have said I... something else. Yeah, well... Uh... <laughs> I wonder what Hunter practiced. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. He's the smartest man alive. Um, yeah, no, Cuomo, nothing's going to come from this. Nothing is going to come from it. Well, it that's, that's the real problem. The there's, there's such a giant, I don't even like to say double standard anymore because it's multi-standards. It's like it depends on which shelf you're on and you get a, a different set of judge, jury, and non-executioner, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what's going on. And well, it's it's clearly a classist struggle that's happening right now. I mean, we can talk about a myriad of different things in regards to the politics of the country, but clearly there is a very severe misunderstanding of identity and then mix of the classics, classic, a classic, a classist stru- struggle going on when you have people like Andrew Cuomo or Mr. Uh, Big Penis Hunter Biden, you know, swinging their dicks around with no repercussions whatsoever when they knock over a, a small building or, in the case of Andrew Cuomo, an uh, underage girl. So, you know, I, <clears throat> the class of struggle is definitely what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the, the question really becomes is in a society like ours where we're supposed to be putting people in positions, elected positions, to... My, my stomach is making so much noise. I'm so sorry. I don't think I can. I can <laughs> okay, can't my stomach's like. <laughs> well, try it with four stomachs. Yeah, yeah. My my bad. <laughs> uh, no, I I you know I look at this stuff and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. 
you get on certain rungs of society and you, for the most part, become invulnerable and, until they need a scapegoat or two. And then people like, uh, what's his name that we talked about last week with, or two weeks ago with, with Gates. And the, so there's mm-hmm. these, these people we put up on a pedestal. And if they turn to a certain area, we can use them as a giant scapegoat for everything. And they deserve it. And I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. But it, it puts everybody that's on a lower tier that does bad shit kind of back in the corner somewhere and hiding again. Yeah. And that's why it happens. Well, and speaking of people who are hiding, our vice president. And look, to anybody who's like a, a, a liberal like myself or a Democrat, I'm only picking these because they're really easy pickings this week. Mm-hmm. Just making fun of people. I'll make fun of the right. I'll make fun of the middle. I'll make fun of the left. Kamala Harris, speaking of hiding, uh, has still not gone down to the border. And she did an interview this week. She did an interview this week where she was confronted about it. And she said, we've been to the border. And the interviewer was like, you haven't been to the border. And she was like, I haven't been to the border. And then she was like, and I also haven't been to Europe. <laughs> Which, what does that have to do with any? I don't know. She you know, cackled think, like a maniac. Gotta, to keep Europe out, we've got an ocean. If we wanted yeah. to keep them out, right? So, I, well, you know, that, that's, a, that's a whole other different subject and argument, of course. But she just met with the president of Mexico. Yeah. Who, well, I, the, the title I got him. out of that is they agreed to work together. Yeah. Um, well, wasn't she yeah, in a... They agreed to work together. They're our freaking closest neighbor and, and number one trading partner. Well, wasn't we better she be working in, um, together. Wasn't she down in Guatemala? Yeah, she, they're they're trying to As go well. to discover the source of all the problem. Well, people flooding across the border. Let me see. What is our problem? Um, economics, maybe the difference no, between it's... countries. Um, <laughs> let me see. That we're giving everything away. No, what do you, what do you think? Well, what, what, no, I don't. What know. is our actual problem here in the United States? I do not know. No one knows. But you know what I find to be the funniest is when she showed up in Guatemala. They told her to mind her own business and go home. <laughs> Was that no, was that uh, AOC's abuela? No, abuela? they just had a bunch of signs. No, up. it was AOC's abuela. Sure, <laughs> but it was it's just so so funny. I, I and and here's the thing is it, it's funny to me because people are just unwilling to see how comical all of this is. It's like it's all a shit show comedy. Well, it's all for posturing. It's yeah. all for positioning. It's all total bullshit. Well, it's all it's. It was, I don't know of anything that is. I I look through. I try to find. You know, I'm one of these people that likes to see things half full. I really do. Full, full is better, but at mm-hmm. least half freaking full. And I look for these threads of logic through these giant law laws and bills and proposals and all this shit that comes out every freaking day. And all it comes down to every single, well, we've got to put this up against the politics of the day and understand what we're trying to do on the bigger picture. There's no fucking bigger picture. There's no picture. The picture is, can I have power and can I stay in power? Mm. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. That's all I ever see. Mm. That's all it is. Can anybody argue with me about that? Call in right now and argue with me. Yeah, are you some some idealist that thinks these people are working for you? You're wrong. None of them are. Yeah. How's that? Okay. 1-800-B-I-G. <laughs> D-I-C-K. <laughs> That's the number, guys. Um, well, you know, speaking of politics, speaking of politics, Lady Wolf and I watched The Conjuring 3 this week. 
You know, I, I was watching that through the lens of politics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was an interesting movie. And there's a story behind that that, I, you know, I'd love to cover. And I think that, you know, the, the bull and I are going to make a, a little, like, mini series out of this particular topic. Because it's fun to talk about. Um, but if you haven't seen The Conjuring 3, I think it was like The Devil Made Me Do It, which... Right. Sure. Sure. The devil. Yep. Made you do it. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's an interesting movie. It's not bad. It's definitely not the best out of the whole series or universe, but it's entertaining. Um, but that kind of brought me, you know, from our discussions, because as I was planning for this episode, I was like, what the fuck should we talk about? We, we just peaked so high the <laughs> yeah, last episode. Right. I mean, we had so much excellence going on there. I think we're going to talk about supernatural spooks in this episode. Well, I think that the first thing we should do if we talk about this mm-hmm. is Sign change the, well that too <laughs> we got to change the vernacular going on because, the vernacular yeah we do we really do we've got to, we got to change how we're approaching and using the appropriate words mm. when talking about these subjects because just saying supernatural is passe yeah. it's no longer appropriate this is no longer supernatural it is coming right down that's supernatural. Main well, that's supernatural fluid too. You want to be able to. I mean, we want to be. We want to be. I would like fluid. to identify this as natural. Yeah, not supernatural. Are you sure? Yes. Wow, my stomach is just making all the sounds. I can't hear a damn thing. Thank I'm God. over here. I've got that's too supernatural. much hair I've got covering my eyes sounds. and ears. My my yak visage. I can barely see, let alone hear you. I've got supernatural sounds coming out of my tum tum. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You're t- <laughs> You know, the, 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 the wolf, the wolf go, don't has a tum-tum. Would you like something to settle your tum-tum down? <laughs> she wolf, uh, can you bring me some Pepto? Jill, Jill, Jill <laughs> you're the greatest doctor in the world. <laughs> can, can, can you, can you, you get Fido to bring me something? For my tum-tum. I need something. Come on, man. Can you can you stand and read this teleprompter for me? Oh, shit. I don't have any idea what the hell I just said. Oh, I'll, I know why. I forgot you, it was the president. I'll get you something for your thumb thumb. No, you stay over there. You stay over there, Putin. Dickle, dickle, and you, dickle, you are dickle, dickle. just You are just trying to. to dickle, dickle, to, dickle, to, dickle, your pee-pee. <laughs> no, yeah, you try no. to do that with Trump. No, you you got can't the, do that with me. You got the peanut butter covered hands. <laughs> Hey, those are some big hands you have there. Well, Vlad. <laughs> Vlad. Well, you know who his real big hands is? Hunter Biden. God. He has got mega hands. Yeah, yeah, he does. All that <laughs> cocaine he snorts. He well, said he, he put he a whole line like, on his entire finger. Well, didn't he snort like Link? cereal or something? He said something well, in an interview you, hey, that he snorted when you cereal. don't have the good stuff, you crush up a little apple Maybe jacks. it was flour. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some salt. fruit loops. That's <laughs> all it is is sugar why, anyway. Why do you admit that on national television? And, well, and because I'm question, trying to be totally transparent, you know, because I'm not wearing any clothes well, today. Second, Notice how big of a dick I have. <laughs> the second <laughs> question I have is, you admit that on national television. Why is everyone else not questioning why you admit that on national television it's just irrelevant anyway back to the the, the uh, thing that i brought up I, I've you totally have a story it. you have a story that the world that the world needs <laughs> to hear join us this evening welcome 7 p.m eastern time for the tales of, of the crypt yeah bull crypt 
Tales of the Bullshit. <laughs> you have a story, and I think we should talk about it. I have lots of stories. I mean, we got, you know, we could go down the road of the time I came home and looked out the bus window and Hunter Biden was standing, Hunter Biden was standing, standing in our there. front yard <laughs> trying to sell cocaine to my horses. Yo, you got some uh you got some snack hey, for corn hey, pop? Hey. Hey, horse in the field. Look at this. I can swing it lower than you can, man. Get over here. Oh, my <laughs> God. You freaking oh. crackhead horse. <laughs> no. I, I... <laughs> whoa. Oh, oh. A horse whoa, is a whoa, horse, whoa. of course. Hey, of whoa, course. whoa. Hey, whoa. What? That... Oh. 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 Whoa. Horsey. Let's anyway. go back to the barn. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to name know. you Chris. Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Chris Cuomo. No, it's, you know, oh, forget. I, there's, there's so many bad jokes. I've yeah, already gone we're, down we're the road not, way yeah. further we're, than we're, we should we're, go. Yeah, it's, we're canceled again. Well, 11 hey, episodes straight. That's okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's a prime number now. We're yeah. canceled in a prime number. Yeah, I know that you're stalling to tell this story. Because... No, I'm, I'm not. It's just every time I tell it, which is very few, and usually it's around a campfire. I'm gonna, look, uh, look, okay. And the hair on my arms or my hooves. Or, you know, it starts to... Hair on hooves? Well, well, well yeah, yeah, hairless probably. hooves, but yeah. with the legs and the, the, you know, the glistening. Yeah. There's a sudden spray oh, God. because all the hair just stands <laughs> on end. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, with yak hair, it's just... Look, when I was... I'll play creepy music. If it makes you feel better in post, I'll put some creepy music in. Well, a creepy, post, post creepy doesn't help you now. It'll help you when you listen. Well, it, look, by the way, also I, off topic, you know, I know we have some listeners overseas. You just blew the mood, by the way. Tell your friends about us. Tell overseas. Your yeah. the, we have yeah. some people up we'll, in Canada. We will transfer that into Canadian. Canada? Canada. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, up in Canada up and down in, in Guatemala. We got some people in, I think, Finland. One so, in and Australia. We can, we can probably go through. One in Australia. We'll have an entire podcast where we'll do it like we're in Babel, where we speak in every different language we can possibly think of. Hunghama. Konnichiwa. No, no, I'm stopping oh. you right now. No. Nope. 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 You keep going down this path. I'm starting in Asia and yeah, I'm working no, this way. No, we, this is Why? cultural. This is No, it's just hello or how are you in every language ni I know. Ciao. I know. Yeah. Aloha. Yeah, we you know, know that. Okay. We're, no. Hi, y'all. Never, <laughs> never, ever going down that path ever. We'll get in so much trouble. Anyway, anyway, if you get to the southeast, real low in the southeast, you start to hear that. Hey, Janet. Hey, yo. Hey, you're my sister, right? Get back right? up on the porch. Yeah, you'll go get our kid and pull him back in the front deck. He's he's out there hitting a he's out there hitting a tire oh tire my iron. God. Oh my god, you're offending an entire yeah. <laughs> you know the 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 people that made this beverage right here. Oh, I love, started I love, dude, I love those people. In Appalachia somewhere, yeah, that's probably. Fine. I love those people, right? I love those yes. people. I would sooner I would, trust I would those people than someone Smoky Mountains. In, yeah. I would, I'd yeah. love the Smoky Mountains. I would sooner I would trust people there still. than people in, in freaking like, uh, uh, even like Oceanside. Well, you trust everybody there because after you've lived there a month and haven't been shot, then you know you're one of the crew. <laughs> you know, you're, <laughs> I you're guess. In, in like Flint. But you know, it, it's interesting because you go back to those, those parts back east where I grew up. Not, yeah, not middle, of bum, middle of middle of bumfuck, middle of nowhere, yeah. and and there's a there's a freedom for living out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. There's there's a 
and especially when I grew up, there were no cell phones. None of that was going on. You you said, hey, dad, mom, I'm leaving. I'll see you sometime later this weekend. <laughs> you know, How are you then, going? I'm going over to Dan and Jeff's and Bob's and Billy's. And, and then you house. never came back. And then and uh, you yeah, I'll, I'll let you know where I'm at if they have a phone or, if, yeah. you know, I'll put up a smoke signal or something. Could yeah. you make fire it, back then? Was fire around back then? Well, you know, we could we could uh, chip things into stone tablets mm. to tell each other, you know, kind of stories and stuff yeah. like that. But, Bushes but, would catch on fire. But the the, start the thing was, is there were so many remote areas. Even even in the small town I grew up, the town was 7,000 people strong. So as I've said before in a podcast, everybody kind of knew everybody. But uh, I would go in, in the, the hilarious part off, off this main freeway that ran kind of side of the town. There was one giant factory, the Continental Can Company. And some of you guys out there might go, oh, I know what you're talking about now. And others might say, who the hell, what is the hell is Continental Can Company? But it's a can company. Wait, 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 wait. Start creepy music. Silence descends. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Great. We're cutting that out. Holy crap. That was the sound he made as he was he passed into the netherworld. Welcome to the wolf and bull. Listen to our internal organ sounds. Yeah, you're laughing at mine. You've been making sputtering noises all night over there. Gurgling all over the place. It's not like a bad engine, man. It's because the the unnamed energy drink sponsor we have is not sitting well with my zero food today. Oh, I was going to say, well, you haven't been out to to rip apart any small free animals yet. That's later. Okay. I'm vegan. Anyway. Vegetarian wolf. When I was young in in that town, and there was this... There was this road that, that went off towards several lakes, small lakes, and it was through wooded areas, and, and my girlfriend at the time happened to live off that road. Uh, name of the road, hilarious as it was, was Skunk Hollow. Skunk Hollow Road, which, you know, the naming conventions back then, you got to kind of wonder about, right? This sounds like someone was murdered on that or road. Or that it was very stinky a lot, and you better watch no, out if you're no. driving down it because you're going to leave a skunk in the road. Mm-hmm. No, it's too obvious. So, But they, they lived... They lived in that uh, that area, and uh, maybe half a mile or so from her house was a big gravel pit where, you know, somebody, cement company or something, who knows what the hell they were doing out there. But it was a really old one, so it was this giant gravel pit. But you had to go across Skunk Hollow, down through this stand of, of fairly young, um, you know, oak trees and maples and I think there were actually some aspens and things in there elm trees for sure back before they all died of elm disease <clears throat> and there was a this kind of swampy area where a lot of the trees had fallen down and then there was a stream you'd cross over that through another patch of woods into the the gravel pit and this gal and I went over there to uh do puzzles commune with nature puzzles as bulls would communing with nature and we went over there and we Hung out till the sunset and watched the sunset. I watched a giant freaking owl, which was really weird. It was just as sun was setting. It came straight out of the sun like something out of an old western movie. And right then at, in the distance, it, you could hear <laughs> the sound of the wild yak <laughs> with his mate. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> anyway, we we uh, uh, went across this gravel pit and we hung out for a while and 
you know, it's been <clears throat> a couple of years ago, so I don't remember the, the entire afternoon. Right. But but we were there for an hour, something like that, in the late late afternoon evening. Back back where I grew up, the sun we were on the very western side of the eastern time zone, so the sun was up really late in the summer, ten o'clock probably. It was going at nine thirty, ten o'clock. It was going down, and the sun set over the top of this this quarry, and I was like, okay, we better we better start back. You know, like a giant owl circling us like a vulture ready to land on some mice or something. Vulture landing on mice? No, an owl after us. You know what I'm saying. What the hell? This story's going off the rails like an already. Eagle, like an eagle landing on sheep. <laughs> Anyways, we picked up our blankets or our paraphernalia or whatever we wow. left there. Wow, wow. And, uh, and we started back toward her house. And now there wasn't, there was a trail through about the first half of it from her house across the street and through that meadow and then the little stand of trees. Mm-hmm. But once you got to the stream, it was just through this bog, through this kind of a swampy area. And so that came right up against the quarry, quarry, and and you'd go to this quarry, and you'd have to get up on top of fallen trees, and walk along the fallen trees, to get through this forested area. Because if you got off the tree, it was number one, it was about, I don't know, up to your knee or thigh to drop off that tree into the into a slight bit of water bog, and so that was you know a couple feet down, maybe three feet off the top of the log. So we're walking along that, and we're laughing about whatever it is, and it's getting dark, and it's getting kind of gloomy, and the sun is kind of really starting to get low, and it's starting to get kind of dim out there. And we were about, I don't know, halfway to the stream where we'd take our shoes off and cross, and I looked off to the right, and through the stand of trees, toward the sun, I see someone. And I'm like, I mean, we froze. And I said, hey, girl, and I, I won't use her name, but I said, hey, girl, hold on a second, you know, freeze. And I looked over there and it was, it was really strange moment because there are different people you, you find in life that are fight or flight, right? Yeah. And and there's, there's gradations of that, but you find out through a crisis. And if anyone hasn't gone through a crisis, you will find out in the first crisis of your life where you're, whether you're a fight or flight person. I am not a flight person, never have been. I will go into action of some kind. Now, at least in the crises I've been in, and this was kind of a crisis moment. But I froze there, and I had this really strange feeling that this was not just some rando person walking around in the swamp, which, unless they had the kind of intent I did that day, they weren't going to be out there anyway. And then why would they be alone? And this this was, you know, a, a couple acres worth of woods. It wasn't a small area. But you could see the light filtering through, and this person was standing there now it, the his his or her back was to the what left of the sun so it was in shadow and so i froze and watched because i was trying to see am i is this just a trick of the light am i actually seeing what i'm seeing and then it started to move without me moving because if i moved and it moved i would say okay this is maybe a shadow from a tree some kind of weird trick of the light whatever but it wasn't it started to move kind of in the direction we were and this was I don't know, 30 feet away from us, 40 feet. Mm-hmm. And then I realized suddenly why I was so tense about it. This thing was not on a log. Hmm. It was standing in the bog and it was much taller than me. So I'm staring at this thing 30 feet or so away, this gal and I, and it's at least a foot taller than me. And I like to say I'm six feet. I'm not, but I'm close enough. I round up. 
So this thing was a foot above me and two feet below me. I, I, I kind of I turned to the girl and I said, don't take your shoes off, run. And she took off through the rest of this log. She jumped over half of the damn stream, which is not very jumpable. And I went up to it and I, I just kept moving slowly. No, wait, so you started, wait a second. So you started moving towards the creature. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. I wasn't moving. I was moving to the side because the creature was moving the same direction I was. Hmm. So I told her to take off because I didn't, I wanted to see. Now, some may think as they're listening out there, you told her to take off because she was the easy prey and the thing's going to go after her. No, <laughs> no, that's not it. I was walking slowly along the log still to hmm. try to get to the stream, but I was not moving my head from the sight of this thing. Yeah. Because I wanted to keep my eye on it in case I had to do something radical. I don't know what I would have done. I had no weapon or anything like that other than, well, anyway. Uh, so I <laughs> The moving. bull's charming good looks. I get a charming right? That damn thing. <laughs> Bottom line is I got to the stream. I sat there. I got down and took off my shoes. Hmm. Why I did that, I still have no explanation for. Because she was already halfway to her freaking house. That was, by the way, the, the thing that led me to believe we weren't going to last much longer. She, she not only took off when I said go, she didn't turn around. She didn't wait to see if my body was being shredded by some animal, nothing. Mm. She just left. And I got, I took off my shoes. I waded across the stream with my, my um, back to the side I was moving. I was backing away from this thing the whole time. And it kind of stopped and shuffled around. It never got closer than maybe, maybe a few feet closer than what it was originally. Hmm. And I got to the other side of the stream, and I backed it back, to back it away, and that was it. There was no climactic thing other than that. We got back to the house. Honestly, it was so strange that her and I never talked about it. It was one of those really weird things. Weird. So, question. So, obviously, we could assume this is a myriad of things, uh, or we probably shouldn't assume, but we could guess it's a myriad of things. The question I have for you is, uh, you, you said it was like Twilight, right? So, mm -hmm. it was like... And it was in the it was in the shadow. Did it did it have eye shine? It was it was not a trick of the light. No, but I mean, what, could you see like its eyes or anything? Not that I recall, hmm. because it was the the impression I had. It was human form, mm -hmm. but with I mean, I thought it had a coat on when I hmm. first saw it, because it was very broad shouldered. Yeah, and it was. I guess it was some kind of hair or something huh. on it. It was like a, you know, I, I hate to use the term, but it was like looking at a book, like what you would think a Bigfoot would look Sasquatch. like. Yeah. Sasquatch. We are serious. We are serious cryptozoologists here. We don't use silly terms like Bigfoot or, or yak. <laughs> or Yeti. How about it was a Yeti? No, it would be a Sasquatch. It was a, a, a non-snow so, Yeti. And this, well, but this was just to qualify. This was not winter back in Michigan. This was... I don't know. It was. It had to be August, I think. Yeah, which like I mean, that. well, and and you know, the Sasquatch is is very common Pacific Northwest sightings. Um, and there's and there's a myriad of different examples. I mean, while I was looking this up, there's there's a whole and what's I, what I've always found interesting amongst this this kind of cryptozoologist um, study of the supernatural because this would fall within that or maybe on the outlier or the outskirts of it. Um, is there always seems to be similar occurrences of 
similar events across the world, like how, you know, there's you know, obviously dragons in Europe and, and there's dragons they're in, in China. Totally different cultures. Yeah, and totally different cultures. And so, I mean, the reason I asked about Eyeshine is apparently that's a really common thing with Sasquatch and why people think that it's an actual, like, entity, even though there's little to no evidence that it is because Eyeshine is not common. It does not exist within humans. So, you know, you can't... It does with anim- some certain animals. With certain animals, yeah. yeah. So, and it, apparently with Sasquatch, that's a common thing. People see eyeshine. Well, with, with this case, when I first saw it, I was literally looking dead west mm-hmm. because it was the sun, what was left of the sun as it was going down. And it was at a point, the sun, by the way, where you could look at it yourself and not harm yourself because that was that yeah. low. So, but, so all I saw was the shadow at first, but mm-hmm. as I got closer to the river, it... It Could you hear not. it moving? Oh yeah! Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Like because heavy. I was so still. That was at first. The my first thought is always, "Nah, this isn't real. I'm just seeing something weird." And I just saw this giant freaking owl yeah. out there, which was really strange. Right? It's very common at that time of day, but kind of was a weird timing. How big was the owl? It, it was. It was well. I mean, the owls get very big. Yeah, the big barn owl or something is pretty big. Hmm. So. But that was kind of in the light, too. So I thought, okay, this is fooling me. And then I see this thing a few minutes. I'm only a few minutes later than that once we packaged up everything and started to walk back. Hmm. And I thought, oh, I, this is just light fooling me, right? Could have been. But I stopped. We both stopped. And I watched it move, and I heard it move. Hmm. Did you and smell so, anything? I I don't think so. Not that I recall. It was so long ago. Well, you're also 30 feet away. So, I mean, it yeah, was... 30 feet away. But I a, could... So, you got to remember, this was a very boggy area. So, it kind of smelled anyway in that area. What did it smell it, like? Well, like? Have you bog, ever walked like through stink? a... Yeah. Muck. Yeah. You know, hmm. d- decaying um, leaves and, and... Decaying bodies. Possibly. Decaying. Yeah. Decaying ex-Clinton and Cuomo. Yes. That's where, workers. Oh, God. <laughs> but you're, we but you're put, right We put all, them in the bog. You know, <laughs> you know the, the thing that's funny about this is that you're right to say that cultures all over the world have had... It's not just this Sasquatch Yeti kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, but that's certainly the case in many societies, that there are these outlying beasts of some kind, wild people... You know, some kind of, as we were talking about the platypus earlier, some kind of evolutionary trunk. Fucking limp. freak. Evolutionary freak of nature that should be eradicated from all of existence. Well, there, Sorry, I have a lot of anger. There are people that think our limbs should be No, no, they're wrong. I have a lot of anger towards the platypus. Well, I mean, look at the Neanderthals, right? <sighs> they, they, they were taken out a long time ago after they did a little mixing, if you know what I mean. But uh, th- that's... No one likes going to those mixers anyway. They're boring, small talk. Like, oh, hey, where do you hey, work? Hey, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm an anthropologist. I'm an accountant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah. If I had to do that Hi all there, the time. Hi there, Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm the missing link. Yeah. Would you like to hook up? <laughs> if I had to do that all the time, I would have murdered the Neanderthals too because that's mixers all the time. Uh, Sunday night, come on. Give give the workers their evenings. Yeah, you know? the ones that are on the wall, that there are the wallflowers or those. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it called? The... Uh, Australia, th- Australopithecus. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I couldn't. It was. I'm having. That was I a, had a little bit too uh, much. Too much. Too much unnamed of unnamed alcoholic of beverage. Alcoholic beverage is slurring my statements. Well, so, well, so, so suffering. So as as a victim, uh, okay. as a victim of Bigfoot, uh, I I think I was kind of a 
tangential victim. As a as he turned it encountered turned me into yeah. the person I am today. As a victim, God, <laughs> as a victim of Sasquatch, do you think that it exists, or do you think that was just a weird? I, I am of the opinion that this world is bigger and wilder than any of us care in civilized society care to either understand now do i think these cable tv shows with a bunch of old fat guys wandering old fat wandering through the woods going hold it hey there billy joe billy joe hey let me let me let me call one of them hey billy billy joe you hear that sound I just farted in the woods, no, but I'm all, pretty sure that's Sasquatch. All you do on those things, and, and this is this might be the next step for Wolf and Bull, by the way. All you have to, to go out into the wild? All, go out in the wild. <laughs> They're a wolf and a bull. Naked and unafraid. Welcome to episode 385. <laughs> that's right. The bull and I are lost in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. We call it stupid and alone. <laughs> I've only been able to eat small bugs because I've been declawed, so I can't kill any animals. No, uh, I mean, all they do is go out with some some infrared cameras, yeah. and then they make noises, and uh-huh. they go, oh, yeah. oh, whoa, whoa, oh, did you hear that? Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <gasps> you hear that sound? Whoa. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. It's, it's like it. I'm Zach Baggins, and, and I'm here to investigate the random house located behind your home. And in 42 years of filming, we've seen one rock fall from the ceiling. I've used over 18 pounds of hair gel to make sure that my hair is sharp enough to be able to cut a diamond. But you know, as fun as as much as we're making fun of all this, they're entertaining shows. Well, it's a. I, stupid entertainment is. I, I mean, I'm a money I can, look, look, fan all over it. I, I love stupid entertainment. But the fact is, is some of this shit's real. Th- these stories, these uh, great literature mm-hmm. and stupid literature, fairy tales, and all this stuff comes from some basis of some kind. Well, I think it comes from the desire, and this is. I mean, I've got a ton of notes on this, but I think it comes from the innate human desire to want something greater, and I think it all ties into a myriad of things. It ties into aliens. It ties into what are you laughing about? What are you laughing about? <laughs> want something greater? I want Sasquatch. <laughs> I want a big Sasquatch. A big hairy monster in the woods, <laughs> three feet higher than me, two feet lower, digging his feet in the muck. Dear mark. Santa, I want Sasquatch. <laughs> Can you leave Sasquatch under my pillow? I lost two teeth last hey, night. Baby. <laughs> that's, that's not a monster in the closet. It's Sasquatch, your friendly Bigfoot. Hey, but cheers. It's like a TV it's show. It's just a giant blue. What, what was, was that giant? What was yeah. that show? The, uh, the Monsters Inc., right? No, no. I'm, I was thinking of Alf. Or, I was thinking oh, of Alf. Alf. Oh, yeah. That uh, would, you know, as a young child, if I just saw a doll like that sitting in my creepy. Cl- hey, did you have, did you, uh, here's. I still mad at my parents about this. They bought my brother and I. We we had bunk beds at one time. When we were kids. Mm-hmm. They brought my brother and I this bookshelf. Hey, we're gonna teach these children to read. And I was a big, they big brought, avid reader. And you know what the bookshelf books, was, right? Yeah, it was just an empty <laughs> bookshelf. Son, here's the bookshelf. Now use your imagination. Okay, <laughs> figure <laughs> out how to read. Damn just it! Just create the books in your mind. That's what they used to do. They used to tell tales. Oh. There was no writing or reading. They just told them generation oh. to generation. I'll tell you, son, 
This is this is what it's all about. <laughs> Better remember That's all right. this. Hit it in your head, boy. And then I would fall off the top of the bunk bed and wake up halfway yeah. as I'm flying, fly clunk. <laughs> but no, they bought this. They bought this bookshelf, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna fill it up with books. First book I had on there. Say Hey Willie Mays. What the fuck? I read that book. What is that book? Willie Mays? You know, know who Willie he is. Baseball player, right? Yeah, it was just a story of kind of how he, how he grew up. When it, really it's well. a great story. It's a great book. Look it up. Say Hey Willie Mays at some point. Yeah. I read that till the cover fell off the thing, hmm. but it was literally the only book on my bookshelf <laughs> for a long time. But the bookshelf could have held 100 books. It did for after a while. But you know what it was made out of? Sasquatch hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally a giant really, hairy bookshelf. I really <laughs> thought this Sasquatch I saw in the lumber yard looked familiar. Somebody threw away an old couch in the woods there. I thought it was Sasquatch. Come and read Billy Mays with me, Bull. Come and read Billy Mays. Oh, not Billy Mays. Willie. Billy Mays. I'm Billy Mays. Billy Mays is the guy that put the <laughs> duct tape on everything. I'm Billy Mays. Billy Mays. I cracked myself out and now I'm dead. <laughs> I got confused with but the detergent and the if, cocaine. If you take this detergent and put it with this gooey metal gray stuff and, and put it on a boat, it, saw it in half, and you can sail across the and world. If with you it. sniff it, it'll get you real, real dogged <laughs> yes. out, my guy. <laughs> I woke up with my pants on my head. And Hunter Biden was there. Oh, God. <laughs> not Hunter. Oh. Well, no, no. I, I got to finish. Okay, yeah. The, go the, it, it did not, wasn't made of Sasquatch here. You know what it was made out of? It was metal. It was oh. this shiny metal. And it sat in our closet, and the closet was slightly open. And I'd sit there trying to go to sleep at night, and I'd look over. And the light reflecting through the door. Billy Mays' his eyes. And it was just freaking eyes, man. Billy Mays' eyes staring at you. Willie, Willie. boo. And I would just say, <laughs> say hey, Willie Mays. Say hey. Oh my I've God. got so many late night <laughs> products for you to read about, boo. Oh. See my eye glow from the closet? Hey, now I know why I went into university. I was watching all those late night shows all the time. What? Because of that bad experience. Oh, yeah. I couldn't go to sleep. I had to do that. Well, I feel like your story is... Uh, is total, Run its course. Total, total bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's not, dude. Just kidding. I'm kidding. It's the truth. Well, I think we, we owe our listeners if they're still here. You're still here? Are you still here? Um, no. I think we owe them some explanation about Sasquatch. I took down some miscellaneous information. I'm sure everybody knows this off the cuff because Sasquatch is just an over-fucking-played... Really dumb topic. Top 10 rules I mean, when talking about Sasquatch. Number one. Make sure to take a bunch of cocaine <laughs> and stick it in your eyes. It goes into your system much faster. And plus you talk about Sasquatch. Number two. You can always tell your lawyer that he's full of shit. And if you cry, it actually moisturizes your face. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Bigfoot, obviously, you know, is commonly referred to as Sasquatch is predominantly Canadian and, uh, and you know, American folklore. <laughs> yeah, talk um, with a Canadian accent, eh? Uh, I don't want to offend our Canadian listeners. I There's cannot. only one of them. I love Canadians. Are you kidding me? I love them, yeah. They got the, the Nynamo bars. Have you had those? The Nynamo bars? No. It, oh, they're fantastic. What the hell is a Nynamo bar? Oh, my God. It's so good. They So the thing, they, like, they have a Nynamo bar and then they have coffee and it's like a thing. It's like, it's like a... Is that the like trailer park of, boys? No, it's stuff? no, no, it's no. not. It's like the equivalent of like a coffee, like like a coffee and a a, 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 a croissant. 
over in France. I said that well, correct. If you, the only place in Canada that you can get a croissant is Montreal. Yeah. Or Quebec. Uh-huh. You got to say Quebec. It's Quebec. not Quebec. Know. It's yeah, Quebec. I yeah, I played hockey. I know. Oh, that's, yeah. that's right. I, I forgot words. you were a hockey boy. You um, probably saw freaking Yetis out on the ice, man. They, I, I mean, I wouldn't refer, frozen underneath. I would not refer to hockey moms as Yetis. But oh I guess my god! They could be, I guess they. I mean, well, that was you know what Ray that probably Rice, happened a lot. Ray Rice was at every single one of my practices. Ray Rice was, was one of the players' moms. His, okay, yeah, that, that yeah, that's a different. Uh, anyway, uh, so there's another podcast right there. How Ray Rice is secretly a hockey mom. Yeah, that would be exactly. a hilarious, yeah, that's, a hilarious that's reality. The reason TV he took show. a stick to that. Well, anyway, yeah, or Ray Lewis, not Ray Rice. I was say what Ray Rice. Saying. Yeah, Ray Rice was the bitch that hit a woman. Um, well, Ray Lewis killed somebody for God's sake. No, sense. he the guy ran into his fist and died. Oh my God! <laughs> not, come on, you, there was I had I had when fist footage. meets face. Look, I had or does footage face meets fist of Chad Ochocinco trying to hit Ray Lewis when he wasn't looking. He was trying to hit him with a marker, though. No, he was trying to like knock him, knock him down in a game when he wasn't looking. And Chad Ochocinco, hey, there was nothing better. Got in his ass. You know this. You played football. There's nothing better in football when you time a hit just right. No, incorrect. There's nothing better than throwing a touchdown. Anyway, with there's nothing being said, better than hitting the quarterback that tried to throw a touchdown. Well, I would just outrun you. Anyway, oh, um, so <laughs> in my prime, well, yeah, I think it might well, have still got me in my prime. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, but uh, basically, you know, Sasquatch, everyone knows, is an ape-like creature. So, you know, probably reminiscent He's of, like, Rosie O'Donnell. Like, um, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. uh, partial yak. Yeah, partial. Or, or, like, freaking, uh, what's his face? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I mean, yeah. just reminiscent. His girth, her hair. And then, I mean, like, uh, what's his name? The guy that was the basketball player that went to North Korea to be friends with Rocket Oh, Boy. yeah. Um, the guy used to play for Chicago. For, uh, uh, fuck. Whatever his name is. His height. So yeah. Harvey Weinstein's looks, Rosie O'Donnell's rotundness mixed with that guy's height. Boom, you've got Sasquatch. Um, and so like the majority of mainstream scientists obviously think that this is, I mean, historically bullshit and discounted. Okay, so obviously there's that, and that's something that unfortunately we mainstream don't have. Mainstream scientists don't believe in werewolves or vampires either. And so we shit. don't have We're a lot of that. reference points. So that's the, the point is outside of anecdotal very real for the people who've experienced it mm-hmm. anecdotal evidence so you know considering the result of the, you know the combination of folklore misidentification hoaxes uh it's kind of you know <clears throat> created this uh almost kind of like with ufos it's now uaps instead of ufos because yeah, the, the negative that. connotation yeah. um so what's interesting though is on like for example on the on the tule river indian reservation which i hope i pronounced that right i don't think it's tool i think it's probably tule um you know, petroglyphs created by a group of Yokuts at the a site called Painted Rock are alleged by some to depict a group of Bigfoots called the Family. Um, the local tribes people call the largest of the glyphs Hairy Man, and they are estimated to be between 500 and 1,000 years old. Well, which th- that that kind of bridges another subject, really. That mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, same subject, but different culturally. Because if you go through history, there's still sightings today of this Bigfoot or yeah, giant there's multiple people, versions, yeah. but. The, the the idea and stories of giants of all kinds have been around for thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And in well-read, well-known history contexts, in archaeological digs, yeah. there's, there's all kinds of evidence that there have been extraordinarily large people, yeah. whether that was an anomalous 
kind of thing, or whether there was a, a different race that's no longer with us mm-hmm. that, that came over that, or whether the Sasquatch of today is some kind of outgrowth of that is a good question. Yeah. Well, I think what, what I've always found interesting, I know I mentioned it a minute ago, is just the, like the different variations, right? So like there's, you know, America's version before Sasquatch or Bigfoot was referred to as like the wild man, um, you know, which, you know, most depictions of that individual were just of someone, you know, or some entity climbing trees or foraging for food. Um, again, within, you know, a Native American tribe, which is located in the Pacific Northwest, I believe Washington specifically, the, the Lumi tribe, um, you know, they describe a, a, a Bigfoot similar to that. But then you've got, you know, the the version of the Bigfoot that's called more sinister, the, right? the Stayaha, which is way more sim- sinister, which is described as actually a nocturnal race. I'm not sure if that's um, Straya or Stayaha, but, but I've Stayaha. heard of that as well. Yeah. And what's interesting is, it, and seemingly with a lot of these things and a lot of folklores, there's always like this deviation, right? There, there's, there's this dichotomy. There's the good version and then there's a the bad version. So like with Santa Claus, the good version is Santa Claus and then the bad version is Krampus. Um, so what's interesting is, you know, children were warned against, you know, saying stay a lest the monsters hear them and come and carry them off, uh, sometimes to be killed, which is obviously something great that you want young children to hear about. Because obviously, you know, the, the ramifications of that. Is what the, is it about <clears throat> parents that scare the shit out of their kids all the time? Well, I mean, stories. It, well, if it's a tri- I mean, bedtime if, stories, half the damn, you know, rock my baby for God's yeah. sakes in well, the treetops. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Mm hmm. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall, mm-hmm. and out will come baby, cradle, and all. What the that hell? That was beautiful. It was a beautiful rendition. I should yeah. be a stand-up poet in New York. You know, that that poem was actually created by Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Um, <laughs> oh, well, what's interesting Oh, my as God, well, there's another um, podcast right there. Is it, It's strange with this one, but the, the Iroquois also tell of the stone Iroquois. giant. No, Iroquois is the correct pronunciation. Iroquois tomato, tomato. Um, sorry, I'm gonna have to put my foot down. Iroquois, put your um, paw down. <clears throat> foot. I'm a, I'm a wolf man. Um, so <laughs> you know, they they reference the stone giant, which is more commonly referred to as the Genosqua, which was a aggressive hair covered giant with rock hard skin. Um, so I think it's just interesting, like especially specifically within North America, and obviously with other cultures. I didn't do enough research. There's plenty well, there, of other instances. There's, I mean, there there are literally. Um, you you can you can watch YouTube's on this PBS history specials all this stuff about giants in America and mm-hmm. things like that unearthing these giant skeletal remains in Indian mounds in Ohio and in all out west and in how a lot of these were sequestered by museums and then have taken them out of play over time and for put them underneath reasons. the Vatican. That's what I hear too. Mm-hmm. I, there's all kinds of conspiracies around That's that. That's 100% to true. Well, it might be 100% true, but the, the you got to go back to the source of these things and ask. Okay, these things were around. I mean, we're not looking at them right now. Well, but yeah, but you can't, you can't. So why do were that, these things though. around? Yeah, but you can't do that though. If the Clintons and the Cuomos are yeah. simultaneously exactly. assaulting them sexually yeah. and killing them, because then you have no one to ask. You know. Well, a lot of people believe it really comes down to the the, the whole biblical side of this thing, mm-hmm. where the the Vatican thing is exposed with this because they decided what the construct of our our current version of the Bible mm. would read like, and they've excluded Constantine, things and included things. Darn. Exactly. All that kind of stuff. And yeah. the whole Nephilim. Nephilim? No. Nephilim. 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 That's close to necrophilia. Necrophilia. Those dang Sasquatches like dead things. I'm Billy Mays, and I'm here to talk to you about the new product, Necrophilia. Oh, my God. 
Do you that, have a, a is that what Jeffrey Epstein was really about? Do you have a problem with wanting to eat people and or make love to them when they're dead? Oh my god. We've got a late night product for that just for you. In an easy to carry spray bottle. <laughs> That's right. You spray your victim just, with <laughs> just moisten them up with this spray bottle. You spray them with acid and they die and that's that's it. <laughs> they did. They are dead, and then you're ready to join the nephilim. For five Nefer easy whatever. payments, you of ninety five ninety nine ninety nine, you too can have eighteen different cases of necrophilium. Only thirteen left. Buy now. One eight hundred. Buy now. Buy Wolf Yak now. This product may give you cancer, or <laughs> brain damage, right. and or kill you immediately. Right. Upon ingestion, do not use this product around children under the ages of 12, 15, 13, 86, 95, 42, <laughs> or anything of the <laughs> If you have any problems with your shipping of the product, it is not able to be returned via mail or right. U.S. Postal because it is completely illegal. <laughs> that was great. Uh, <laughs> now, if you could only do that in uh, Billy Mays, Alex Jones, Jones rip, voice. Rip yeah. Billy Mays. He was ripped, man. He was ripped by something. <laughs> Maybe he was ripped by Sasquatch. Alex Jones. Him, or he was ripped and, by Hunter Biden. He saw Alex Jones at Bohemian or, Grove. Or maybe he was ripped by Governor Cuomo. I don't know. Yeah. He was ripped by somebody. Yeah. And he, then he ripped us off with his... With his, his products were great. He's like us. the, like the freaking... Uh, what's his name? The God, my voice inflection there was, was so gonna high. I was going to say, how'd you get that? Yeah. I was like, oh! Yeah, oh. I, I, I stand in for Boston when they the lead singer <laughs> yeah, can't sing. Um, but... Uh, yeah, no, his products are great. Same with the the guy who has the like the spray the spray rubber. The um, yeah, that's the guy I'm you know talking, talking about. about. The yeah, uh, he's the he's the one that replaced Billy. Yeah, he looks like he's a part of a mafia family. God, what is his name? Um, anyway, I'll anyway, bring it up it next. Doesn't matter. But, but you know, look, this this whole thing is a, a matter of fact. I think we should extend into other podcasts like separate focal points of these these kind of things because these are these are very interesting to I think both us and mm-hmm. people that may be listening to this as well because they're they're things that make you doubt. They're mm-hmm. stories that a lot of people have had out there. Some of you out there in the audience right now are probably thinking back to a time when you were in a boggy woods looking at a shadowy figure trying to chase you and your girlfriend down. Or a time when or, you were sleeping in your room and there was a Billy Mays book <laughs> on your bookshelf and the, the eye shine just wouldn't let you go I to mean, sleep. There are, there are fears, there are things that people have all the time that are kind of um they're they're really difficult to touch what's causing them and our imaginations fill the gaps a lot certainly that is true but the question becomes is is it more than our imagination that filling the gaps are there things out there that are unexplained are there things out there that we can't look at there i'm certainly uaps are one of those things well but, but. Uh, i mean here's my biggest problem with all because there's an i don't know if you have another reference point um that you'd like to bring up but uh, my my biggest because there's there's plenty of points. I mean, obviously, you know, I didn't mention this earlier, but you've got the you know the Irish <laughs> Canadian painter Paul Kane, relatively decent known. If you know anything about painting, I know nothing about it. So I, this is a fact that I just you, pulled you from get, the internet. But you got to remember, um, Irish painters they always get well. Drunk, he's Irish drunk Canadian first. though. Irish well, yeah, they, that's still so you they can't, still get drunk first. No, they get drunk first, play hockey, sober up, then you report. No, you paint during all those episodes. Exactly. Well, he reported. <laughs> what's interesting is he reported. You know, uh, back to you know Sasquatch. He reported about the uh, Skookums, which um, were a race of cannibalistic wild men. And yes, Skookums is the name, not not Skookums. something else. Anyway, I don't know uh, what you're thinking over there? Well, they were a Mind cannibalistic is. race of wild men who lived off the peak of Mount Saint Helens. 
So um, how, how did he determine that there are cannibalistic races well, of wild men? Well, well, related to this was an actual event Aren't in all cannibals kind of wild? Sure, but all but this actually came from an event in 1924. So he was born. He saw you know he had experience with, in 1847 by talking to the natives of that area, and they told him this. So obviously they could have bullshit. They, they were like, "We want to like, scare this, this old this Irish fuck idiot out of guy here, out of here." Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently on July 16th of 1924, reported by the or- Oregonian Daily, uh, which is a daily newspaper, um, there was a violent encounter between a group of miners and a group of ape men. So I don't know if that's total bullshit, but obviously it doesn't matter anymore because ever since what it was 1985, Mount St. Helens top blue, it which is probably 80, yeah, it was right. Around, it was 80, 80, I think. But well, right in there somewhere. The, yeah, the, and, the, the ape yeah. men no longer live there. Clearly, yeah, yeah, so well, neither does the guy that was sitting at the lake there that was told to get out. Yeah, he goes, nah, I'm gonna stay here. Watch well, I mean, show. Paul Kane might be dead too. I mean, so I think he everyone is. related so, to this is well, you know. The, but the question about all these things, whether it's the wild men, whether it's these giant Sasquatch things or the giants of the the ancient civilizations and all that i mean mm-hmm. th- think about uh, a story like gilgamesh for mm-hmm. instance i mean there's there's tablets telling stories about this guy and how he ruled for 120 years over this this region mm-hmm. and that he was at least based on the size of the lions he used to kill with his bare hands yeah was 10 to 12 feet tall yeah and i you know okay I get it. There's some uh, David and Goliath, you know, all those kinds of things. There's or Yao, every culture. Or Yao Ming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, all, th- there's there's stories well, abound I, by this kind of stuff. Well, I think a lot of this has to do with just cultures wanting to depict a larger-than-life image or entity. Why? Um, uh, because it, 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 I mean, it's like with Manifest Destiny. It, it's similar to a humanity. Manifest Destiny? Well, just let me, that? well, let me get there. Well, that's, you're, you're well, like, construct on, the dotted there, line Bull. here for me, You're on Wolfie. top of the mountain and now you're sprinting down the hill and you're I'm bound sprinting to and I've got smoke we from my know, nostrils. And we all know of Bull's trip, they immediately go to the slaughterhouse. We don't <laughs> want that, okay? <laughs> Even though Terry Black's, shout out Terry Black's in Austin, Texas, oh, hey. that place slaps. Yeah, it may slap, but <clears throat> slap it with some other Bull. I had so much Bull there, food-wise. It was so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think I do think it has to do with that. I think tall tale telling, I think when it comes to the cultures, you know, Literally wanting something. Tale. Yeah, but wanting something bigger than themselves to attain to or something to keep the culture within in, in line. I mean, look at, so on the topic of UFOs, everyone's been talking about it lately, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we've heard a million different fucking, you know, examples. Joe Rogan's over there like, man, I had some TNT and like, uh, I saw this thing on the CNN and like the, 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 there's like four different military guys and they saw like this pill like thing and it shot up into the sky, like 18,000 feet and dropped down in one second. It's like, that's a really great story. And I'm sure that, you know, the instances of that instance were real for those individuals. Or maybe not. And the, the real problem is that these things all point to something that is larger than humanity. And what I mean by that being a problem is that we can't point to them unless we have actual evidence from multiple angles that we can evaluate and determine to be legitimate. Like with the recent thing I just mentioned in jest about Joe Rogan. I sure. love him to death. That he's a little bit more, video. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. he's a little bit more radical on the alien side than I am. I'm pretty skeptical about it. Not in the sense I don't think that other species exist, but in the sense that I'm really skeptical about the pill-like, you know, UAPs that are flying around automatically being aliens. I think it's more likely that they're a private technological company. I think that it's more likely that they're a government of well, some sort. I think sort. they're just Atlanteans. They're from underwater. and That's possible. But uh, what's interesting <laughs> is I actually read an article from the Scientific American today about it, and... Basically, the culmination of the article is talking about all the 
recently released documents, some of which have not been, um, you know, open to the public. They're, they're still pretty opaque and they're, they're, um, what's within those documents and they actually will be released on June 25th, ironically enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with probably distracting the populace, um, in a lot of different ways, just like I think a lot of things do. I mean, obviously. Well, you got if you want something to go into the news and you yeah. want to change the direction the news is headed, then you put these things out here. But the other side of that is let, let's evaluate how the people in power. Number, number one, they're a shit show. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what side of the fence you're on there. They're just generally a shit show. And <clears throat> they don't. In general, not everybody, but they don't in general have our best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. And they all, and I mean almost all, think that they know better than you and I. Well, they do. They don't. Fauci tells me so. Well, that's my point. Daddy so if Fauci. You, you have Daddy Fauci. Daddy Fauci. Saying, he, he knows damn well as a scientist that's been around a long time, whether you agree with him or not, he knows damn well that most of the stuff we put on our face doesn't work for shit. Yeah. Unless it's an, an you know, an What do you mean? That, the right? emails that came it's, out were deleted. As, as, as anybody they don't will tell exist. you, it's like throwing sand at a fence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't stop anything. I said this a year and ago. I know you did. Yeah. And, and you were one of the first to, to say, hey, let's be mm-hmm. cautious and all that. And I'm not disagreeing with that. My point is, is these people believe that the best thing they can do is keep the general populace in the dark on things that they know and we don't because they're smarter than us. And it's bullshit. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying full disclosure and everything is necessarily always the greatest thing to do. It's not. But there is an ex- there's a level of exposure to, to population bases like us. Mm-hmm. That is, it should be part of the agreement. Well, you know what I found to be funny is, you know, back to the UAPs is UFOs develop such a negative connotation because so many of the fucking yahoos out there that think everything, including smudges on cameras and, and, you know, uh, freaking um, Lady Gaga are all aliens. And they might be right about the last one. But (laughs) with that being said, her music's fantastic. With that being said, I think the real funny part about all this is, and as I was reading this article, of course it goes through a bunch of people who are on either side, and they say, well, there's a possibility here, and there's a possibility there, and maybe we should be open-minded. And then at the very end it has like this, but we'll never know. It's like, well, then why are you writing this article? You're you're clearly just getting people to click. Because look... If there were aliens, and, and this is and this is a position I take, in the form that people discuss, if there were aliens that we could experience today, based on the math of how old the universe is, you would know one, I would know one, everyone would know one, we would not be surprised about this, we would not be, and, and, and I'm also talking about the age of the universe. Our Earth is very young comparatively to the rest of the, the rest of the solar system. I mean, and comparatively to the rest of the, the galaxy, our, our, our freaking planet is super young. It's in, a, in an obscure area, and as, you know, space is expanding, so obviously travel would be very difficult. So with that being said, if something were to be as old and as intelligent and as capable as the aliens that we have painted them out to be, then they would probably have to travel in such a way that, you know, I think it was Hawking that posited that they would go through black holes, right? So that's the position I have, is if they're old enough, then we'd know them. And if they're not old enough, then they're really playing a dumb game because they're basing all of their, you know, whether we can be revealed or not off of factors that they can't control. Wouldn't it not make more sense to just come down and enslave us? They have superior technology. Well, here's the problem. They're not us. Whoever they are, Mm -hmm. whatever alien civilizations there are, they're unlikely to be humanoid unless we've come from the stars ourselves. It could be us in the future. 
that's, or a <laughs> there's all dimension. kinds of different ways to think about this in terms of multidimensional yeah. beings, time, space, travel versus what we know and constructed as time. Everybody looks at it different. It depends on the gravity wells you live nearby. All those kinds of things are part of the view of this. And you said it yourself a minute ago. Our Earth is young and is it's our. You know what our Earth is like. Our Earth is like the little pot, uh, home in the middle of the the Washington woods for Sasquatch. That's what it's like. Or like an anthill in the middle of that as well. But my point is, my point is, is these aliens, uh, they they look at our earth and what's going on now. If they're so far superior to us, they look at us as a, I don't know, a reality TV show. And they send Mm. out their occasional probes and they put us on their, their TV to see in there. And you know what they got? They got aliens going, Oh, yeah, but that, but the, the problem about that it's though, there. Well, Earth's there. But the problem though is that that would mean that they were at the same intellectual capability that we are, and they would find it entertaining. They're not. If they're here, so, they're way beyond. So my point is, you would have to assume that that's not the case because that would be really petty and really dumb. I'm joking. I understand. I'm just saying. And sp- some people aren't. They think that we're actually there's an actual argument that we're in a zoo, right? Well, so, sure. I, so I get that. I, I understand. But uh, again, humans are not so complicated in the sense that we don't find animals not fascinating. We're very simple when it comes to animals. I mean, we we're just now discovering that animals actually are a lot smarter than we thought they were. So when it comes to something like aliens, my thought is, okay, well either a, they're the traditional aliens and they have the ability to travel interdimensionally and through black holes in order to escape the, the, the pull and drag that a transport ship would carry with it in the, the water that is dark matter out in, in out in space because it just it, dark matter operates just like water does if you hit a certain threshold of speed you're going to drag everything behind you with it meaning that when you stop all of the surrounding planets are going to be fucking decimated and destroyed drag yeah there's an actual i, I, I know you're squinting at me but it's an actual I'm squinting thing. at drag you because with, drag with there's it. something called a vacuum of space sure right so the drag even from black matter or black from dark matter is so different than what we think of as gravitational drag or drag yeah, to the water sure. or air or anything else because those are substances. Yeah, but there's still space does not have that. Dark matter very much is. It's it's not like molasses. I understand, but it's also not in the sense that it doesn't exist. It wouldn't it exists, be like it but wouldn't it's be so vast that it's 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 in the yeah, vacuum we, of space. But we'd be moving at such a high speed. We we watched We're all the moving whole, at high velocity. Yeah, but we watched we watched well but that's what I'm saying is it would pull asteroids, it would pull any matter out there behind And how would you, we know based off of the assumption that it operates similar to what so we So we, we would see anomalous behavior in space, which we see all the sure. time. Sure. And you can see it also with like the um one way. Like yeah, the, yeah, the they big, brought stuff big with chip it. in space, yeah, right? Yeah, it brought stuff with it. So the argument is if we're going things. to such a high degree of speed that we can travel to, I don't know, Alpha Centauri at a certain point in time and be able to make it there without dying, if we were to travel like in a blink of an eye, we would drag so much matter around us with us that it would be detrimental not only to the spaceship but anything within the near vicinity not in the sense that you know it would explode planets but in the sense that it would definitely move things there would be an effect i know we're in the vacuum and we watched the ted talk about this this i can't remember there's the name always the a cause and effect for everything i sure. agree with that um, but, uh, the, but that's the, also if the newton's uh law but, 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 of motion but, applies but what you're what you're going back to though is whether or not aliens are here right sure that's, that's what you're looking at so all these all this evidence we see so let's bring it down to its base level. What is it, right? <clears throat> is it, if we agree that it's something, mm-hmm. it's got some substance because it's being documented. It's not just some 
illusion that that these people are seeing in these planes or wherever they're seeing things is something is happening that's unidentified, mm-hmm. right? And anything is unidentified before it's identified. So that whole stigma about UFOs is bullshit anyway. Everything's an unidentified flying object if it's up in the air and you can't tell what it is. Yeah. So identifying it is the problem. So you agree first that it's real. And once you agree it's real, then you say from a governmental standpoint, because supposedly the government knows what's going on as far as technology is concerned, you, you, you say, okay, do we have something advanced enough to do what this is doing? And do our competitors out there in the world have something advanced? And if the answer to both of those is no, well, what is your ultimate conclusion? My ultimate conclusion is that it's probably private industry. Um, and Stark Enterprises? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, either private industry and they're, or it's they're worse. messing around in U.S. military airspace on purpose well, to get it, attention. Well, it could also be our own military putting up false flags for other. They go- absolutely could do in that, which I think is probably the most likely case. Yeah. It's either a government-funded private private quotes um, company researching so not, stuff like so, drones. But now and you're stuff going like down that. the road by saying that of mm-hmm. of this whole contingent of this under underpinning uh, international society of. A conspiracy. We run the world. Well, that's, Machiavellia that's kind of thing. Proven. I mean, what that, do you that, mean it's proven? The, the one whole, look, there's look all at kinds Bill of Gates that, and what he showed up to last earlier this year with a group of leaders to discuss I, how I we're going to react. That I exists. That. I, I know those so, things exist. Or, or Bohemian but it's Grove. Not, it's not. They don't. Maybe they do. But as far as we know, we don't have this. What was the cabal? We there very much is a cabal. Yeah. I'm not saying it's to the extent of the conspiracy people, but they're very much but is. But what you're talking about is a, is a a planned um, descent into these areas. So, in mm-hmm. other words, somebody's sitting around saying, okay, we've created this technology, mm-hmm. right? And we want to expose that on purpose to create what effect? Okay? I w- well, now, if you believe that... In this instance... Then you should believe the other conspiracies about things that are going on today in the medical field. To some the, degree, the, yeah. The there's, crypto there's some field, truth there. The, but the, uh, I, my point is, in this instance, I think either one of two things. Private industry, or because of what's happening in China right now, and because of the you know the very aggressive nature of what's happening in China right now, and especially what's happening with Russia and them trying to interfere with all of us... On any myriad of level, because there's already, I mean, the hack, what happened in the the pipeline a few weeks ago and what happened with the, uh, uh, oh God, what was it? There was the other, there was another one that happened recently, um, which was originated from Russia, supposedly. We have to do things in order to prove to other countries without shooting things at them that we have technology they don't have. And so when you have something like, oh, my God, the U.S. Navy has been, you know, infiltrated by the, oh, my God, they see this and they don't know what it is. It is likely that that is like some high-level form of government product because all product from the government is not is like 20 years ahead of commercial. Well, I, I know that I think I was telling you this the other day. I remember when before the stealth bombers came out. Yeah. And they were testing over the deserts of Nevada. Mm-hmm. People were freaking out. They were, they were like, this is, this is aliens. This is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I'm not disagreeing with your context there and the possibility of those things. What I don't understand... And maybe I'm intentionally not supposed to understand this. Maybe it's a total distraction issue. Maybe it's a shell game, this giant shell game that, that because we're not in the the intelligentsia or the, the economic elite, mm-hmm. we get to know about it. Mm-hmm. And so the question becomes is how do people get to that table? You know, is it just these... these? I think, 
I mean, I, I, that that's where the thing goes. Because, I think now, it's a lot. But of... you go, but take that back to this alien conversation. Yeah. Do you believe we're alone in the entire universe? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, we're I this think is that... inconceivably large place that yes. we live in. So I think the problem with that question is it's entirely based on what we deem to be alone. If you're on an island, are you really alone? No. There's bugs. There's fish in the water. There's molecules in the air. Do I think we're entirely alone in the universe? No, I don't. Do I think it's unlikely that there is some superior massive race that is somehow interfering to us? Or interfering, interfering to us, interfering with us and teaching us things and allowing us to exist. Well, in that case, what we're doing is we're splitting hairs with what God is or God isn't. I think the argument is not whether we're alone or not. I think the argument is to what degree is whatever species or existence of alien matter. I, I think what, what degree comes, is it? I think what it comes down to is that you do believe there's life out there. Sure. But it sounds like you believe we're at the top of that. I think it's. And I think that's awfully. Well, here's awfully the thing. I don't think egocentric. Well, but as a species. but the problem though is thinking that's awfully egocentric is based on the context that I'm taking it from. Okay, well, we are the greatest. It's not what I'm saying. Look at it this way: um, everyone originated from Mesopotamia, right? Someone had to venture from there, and they had to be the first somewhere else. Right. So it is very likely. Right. That if we don't have aliens and we've never met them and they're so obscure that either A, they reached a certain threshold that we have. And this all goes back to the Fermi paradox and it goes back to the, the great mm-hmm. filter. That's where I kind of lie is like, okay, well, if there's not so many aliens and something in in the universe based off of maybe some law that we haven't discovered or some, something no one can explain yet. There's something that prohibits species from getting to the point where we are currently at, which is possible the only thing that prohibits species or anything from getting to the point we are at is two things. Well, two things. Time. No. What do you mean? No. Because it, you just throw my argument out the window well, before you even heard it. Okay, fine. Go ahead. No, I, I mean. Time. Okay. Sure. <laughs> right. Because if you look at what we are supposed to have happened is evolution. Mm-hmm. We change over time sure. based on all these different rules that we've decided at this stage in our evolution that we know enough about to contextualize. Okay. Okay. So time is the number one aspect of all this. Right? So then it, I guess the question I have for that, and this is probably a very simplistic question, but a question a lot of people have, especially, you know, when it comes to the theological perspective of things, if that is the case, why is it that species that have been around longer than us, like crocodiles, are not as intelligent as we are? Just a random anomaly? I mean, no, no not at all. They're, 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 it's like we talked about earlier with mm-hmm. these, these branches of the tree. Sure. Thing, I mean, if you. But we both have reptilian brains, both of us. We, we, right. Yeah, but not to the degree. I of, don't know what you, you're missing the argument. I don't if think you, so. if you believe that we all started from a single something. Sure. And there's a million different branches now, we're still part of that original single something. Yes. So we're the result of that. In this branch. Yeah, but we're not the original version of that thing. We're part we're tied of the original to it, sure, version. But sure, but just like we're the not crocodile is. Understood. Just like, I'm not saying I'm not trying to debate evolution right now. No, I'm what not I'm either. Suggesting but is, I'm just you're you're saying that why doesn't this branch evolve to the level we have? I, I don't know. Well but our branch did. But you'd think that it's based on survival of the fittest, correct? So so far, survival of the fittest involves thumbs, 
and large brains. As far as we know right now. As of right now. Now, see, now, I'm, sure. I'm of the opinion that there's intelligent design. That's an entirely different argument. But I, I think these two things don't, aren't mutually exclusive either. I think there's all kinds of things we sure. can talk about along these lines. But if we go back to what we were talking about in terms of, of the idea of, of alien civilizations, uh, with, you know, anybody that wants to, the Fermi effect and all Fermi that kind paradox. of Fermi paradox, yeah. that, that's all taking a big algorithm and saying, okay, these are the numbers. And if you crunch them in this way, this is what you come up with. And it really looks like this really couldn't, didn't have to have happened. We might be alone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, but, but that means a hundred years from now, somebody will crunch the numbers the a different premise, way. The, I... the premise there is not just A, will be alone. It also brings in other contexts of, okay, well, either A, we're alone. B, other species like us exist, but something wipes them out. Cataclysm or, is the big or effect. C, That's the second item. Or C, Time and something does exist that is actually specifically designed to make sure that we never reach a certain threshold. That's the argument of the Fermi paradox. So the first one, the only reason I say the first one is because the first one's the most positive one. If it's the second or third, third is particularly malicious because there's really no reason whatsoever from an intellectual standpoint if we can assume that aliens are intelligent, more intelligent than we are, besides base level entertainment, which is not in form of intelligence. That's really dumb. You'd think they'd like transcend that. Um, so the third one's kind of malicious, and the second one means that we're doomed. So the position I take is, okay, well, if we are the first of our kind, meaning self-aware, uh, the we, desire we, to we adventure. Had, we had enough time to get here. The, the desire to travel, the desire to conquer things, all human, like altruism, like the, these things that are humans and specifically and to some degree to the level that they are within us uniquely human so far that we can tell. If that's the case then I'd take that chance because I'd much rather be the first to go and do this thing and then eventually discover that we're in a simulation. <laughs> so th- I think that's where we're going with this because you, you're, you're believing that this is a simulation. Okay, let's say it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. So somebody put that simulation together. Yeah, but right? that would, the, the yeah. argument of the simulation, it's all thought experiment. It's, it's really all a thought thing. experiment. The problem is, is you have to believe at some point that there is an actual existence. Sure. Okay. Not everything. Unless you're a nihilist. Well, not everything is a nest of matrix, Mm -hmm. right? It can't be one matrix inside of another matrix inside of another. It could be, but at some point there has to be some reality, right? And that, that reality from our standpoint as human beings, we can't answer. We answer with the word God. We can't answer beginning. Or with the word aliens, because all alien no, stories... No, even are, you, you can answer well, a lot of things with the word, word aliens, but you still have the question, who yeah, created but it, them? Sure. How did they, and, and if you're of the belief, which, which a lot of people are, that we just kind of poof into existence as a, a microbe at one point or... Well, didn't we try and recreate that and it was an ultimate failure? Oh, but, but here's the hilarious thing about recreating these things. Mm-hmm. We know who we are now. Sure. So we're going to experiment with supercomputers and with people and understanding and chemical mixtures and everything to try to formulate something that creates us. You know, all that means is that there's been enough time to get us to where we're at without a cataclysm that hurt our existence for this branch of evolution to allow us to try enough things, hunt and peck, trial and error to get to our point. That's the that's the baseline level of evolution. Yeah, you try everything long enough, and that rock becomes a human, right? Which is, and that's kind of a weird thing to think about, but that's kind of the base level of what we're talking about. Yeah. The other the other thing, but you got to believe 
that if we've had time to do that in our little extension of the universe, someone else has to. Well, but then the argument, like I said, is if that's the case and someone else has to, and they have taken the same trajectory that we have at such a high level of degree that we have, because it's unlikely to think if they're, if they've been around for millions of years, I mean, or because human humanity has been around at the most, from my understanding, what a couple hundred thousand. I mean, like uh, to the degree of like, and then record keeping, maybe ten thousand years old, right? Yeah, as far as I could be wrong, it could be a little bit human, older than that. Homo erectus, the way we are. Yes. So, so yeah. my suggestion is, if they're far superior to us, then they would have figured out how to to transcend the scar, the scars, the stars already. They would figure out how to go from planet to planet. They would see something like our planet maybe and be like, okay, well that's a habitable place. And then when, if that's the case, they would either a come here in as the, as some alien theory suggests plant and create us, which would talk right, about creation right, right. or they would realize, well, that's way too dangerous because traveling through the vacuum of space is a very dangerous and detrimental endeavor. And doing so to such a degree would not only endanger anyone involved, but would be completely pointless if there's nothing or, out there. Cause you have to really, assume they would think the same as we are. Or really, they could have looked at us as we looked at, as Europe looked at Australia one time and said, ah, there's a great mm. place for a penal colony. All you criminals Maybe. from this society, you get to go there Go ahead and be their gods, be their devils, be their whatever they want. Maybe. So th- there's a million different thought experiments around this, and that's wonderful. Are you saying Sasquatch is one of the gods? He's a big hairy I'm god. Sasquatch, and I'm your god. But if you're a Minoan, who's your god? Do you know who? Enlighten me. The bull. Mm. The Minoan society. That's sacrilegious. They worshipped. You just insulted the, the Catholic Church. Um, uh, they deserve some insult, yeah. you know. All they, the, all the they deserve t- recognition as well. All but, the kitty touching they did, and then all the the preservation oh of science God. and math. <laughs> Man, that was a well, real. If we're gonna do that. We're gonna real dichotomies. <laughs> yeah, we went back off the, off the trail, but you know, at, I hate that saying, but I was gonna say at the end of the day, yeah, don't. We're another day older. That's it. That was it. Well, I think we're going to continue this discussion. I know most of our podcasts have been ended with a very like final note, and I think this one should be left on a non-final note where, where I'm just going to continue talking and then I'm just going to cut it off. Or I could do something crazy and be like, in the next podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about aliens. Maybe. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Or we'll talk Maybe a little we'll bit. have a news item that will jump out at us. I mean, it, you, the interesting thing is we started this conversation mm-hmm. with a a news bit about Hunter Biden mm-hmm. and we ended it with literally the same talking point Homo erectus <laughs> we're ending here <laughs> bye everyone hey everyone this is the wolf speaking wrapping up yet another episode of the wolf and bull podcast we appreciate you spending your time with us and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build the Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, the Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye.